What's up, podcast? Today, I have a special treat for you guys. I'm bringing on one of my good buds, Zach Sodano, and he has a really, really awesome reselling business that he's going to talk to us about. So without further ado, let's get him on. Zach, how you doing, man? What's popping, Matt? How are you? How are you? Good, man. Good, good. So let's just get into it a little bit. You've been reselling for, I think, pretty much as long as I have, maybe an extra year. But what got you into reselling? Like, where were you? How'd you get into it? How'd you hear about it? Yeah, um, I got into reselling kind of kind of through my dad and Gary V a little bit. I got into, I found like some uh, flip, the like uh, the flip challenge content of mm-hmm. Gary V like towards the end of uh, like 2018-ish, beginning 2019-ish. And... Um, started with like garage sales and thrift stores and uh, i was working at like a wing place at the time and uh started going to garage sales and thrift stores on days off there and eventually the reselling business started making me more money than working at wing zone um so i quit that and it just took off from there that's awesome. I mean, that's how a lot of us started too. I mean, Gary Vee's what got me into this and his reselling flip challenge, like at the end of 2019, I think beginning of 2020 or, or whatever, whenever that was, I remember getting into that and just being like, you can make money at a garage sale. And then me and a couple of buddies went out and started doing it. And that's, I think that's how a lot of us got started. If you didn't get started in like 2017, 2018, when shoes started to get really big, you got started in like 2019 when Gary Vee started doing the garage selling thing. Yeah. 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 Like he was making the, uh, it was like the, he did it in like 2017, like the content, but yeah, I didn't find the content until like mm. end of 2018, 2019. Um, yeah and then um discords started playing a huge role in it for sure uh the first like six first like six eight months of reselling it was all just uh i just did it all based off like instagram and uh like youtubers and just like looking stuff up myself there was really no discords now it's crazy with like the dis some of the discords that are set up for um just like everything in general. That's, dude, I can't even imagine not having Discord now. I mean, Discord's like, I live on Discord. When I'm not like at work, I live on Discord because there's so much on there. I mean, like, and some of these kids, dude, they're so smart with just some of the, th- the bots that they've come up with, the pink sites, and then they'll scrape the site, figure out whether or not it has stock. It's insane. Like, I don't know what I'd do without it. Yeah, it was. It just wasn't like that in the beginning. Like the thrift store days. Like, like if I had these discords in the beginning, oh my! And like, just like the fact that like you could ask like other people questions. Like when I started, there was no one like you, or like I didn't know anyone that was like doing this stuff at all. Mm-hmm. Like to bounce ideas off of, or like see what they were doing. Totally different game. Right, right. I mean, same. It's. It's crazy. I I remember the days when I didn't have Discord for like probably six months. And then I like, as soon as I got into Flip's group, which I think is where we met, right? Because we talked a little bit on Instagram and I was looking and we went back and forth a little bit in Flip's group. And then 
when I found that, I mean, it was like, it was all over. Like, he's just like, he's like, go after these, go after these. And that was when the Fortnite cards came out and like, everything was just insane. Yeah. That was a good time for reselling the switch. I think the switches were reselling then. Yeah. Everything was popping off. Everything, everything, nothing is too crazy right now. The summer, the summer is really never a uh, crazy sales, but I think Q4 is about to be crazy this year. Dude, you think so? I mean, like, cause I'm pumped. I've been thinking Q4, what I've been reading and stuff with all these things getting backed up and you see a lot of like shipping delays and then PlayStations, Xboxes, and now we have the Switch Pros coming out like i think that i think that if we get one coco melon type item this this year it's all over like it is so over dude yeah dude there hasn't been a nice coco melon type item in a minute like a nice like oh that's the item right now like okay there hasn't been one of those in like a minute it's uh it's very like you gotta find low-key stuff it's uh it's crazy the amount of people that like got into reselling like uh just like there's thousands of people in some of these groups now. Like there weren't groups a couple of years ago. It's nuts. I know. And you saw like with COVID, it was crazy because I remember before COVID, before all that in like 2019 and then early 2020, we had, I had Flips group. I remember GFNF was like barely a thing. I didn't even hear about them, but they would just started. And you were probably one of the original people in GFNF, correct? Um, not one of the original people, but yeah, like during COVID, I was like working with like them pretty close. Yeah. For like retail flips and stuff. Right. And so like those guys and flips group, and then there was maybe like a couple other bigger groups now, like Pulse and maybe a couple others. But then you start to see all these smaller ones pop up here and there. And now it's just so competitive um, that you can't even you can't even like get through some of the items because there's just so much traffic on the site and stuff. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that's why I mainly only focus on like low key stuff now because it's just crazy. Like cards or shoes or like even consoles, just the competition. You got a you got tens of thousands of kids running tens of thousands thousands of tasks on like a stock uh, like a pair of shoes with 25k stock and like there's the there's those kids that always hit those 25 50 100 flips it's not cheap i mean you gotta know what you're doing right right it is definitely not cheap it it's i mean me and you've seen that firsthand because proxies used to be cheaper and like now you have to have the highest end proxies when you're running first for foot sites or you have to have like you have to have these massive residential data pools that are no longer like even sustainable to hit shoes it's it's ridiculous yeah it's like you gotta you gotta drop like five hundred dollars eight hundred dollars to get a chance to maybe get the shoes and then like you don't hit any pairs and it's like bro <laughs> i just spent right. hundreds of dollars on proxies right right and that was i mean you've just seen foot sites have been a mess too so it's been a uh it's definitely been it's been a big shift i mean i remember back last year even you had eve and scott bot and like these these 
absolutely terrible bots still slaying like regular retail sites and now if you're not running ominous or swift aio or hey like you're really or ksr ksr does pretty good too like if you're not running one of those four you're like yeah right yeah right and it's right and it's so competitive to even get them so yeah the barrier um, to entry is either you like it's just like ksr is like basically impossible or like you got to drop 4k for ominous or something like that it's just crazy it's just like not even worth it like it's like so many people ask me like right now like what how they should get into potting and it's just like not worth it like if you don't already if you're not already into it it's like kind of far gone right you got to put up a lot of capital to get into it now with what we have i mean it's just it's not as cheap as it used to be when you could run local tasks like there's a period of my life where i ran local only and like hit walmart pretty decent yeah right right and now it's like if you're doing that dude you're gonna get clipped so fast i saw it coming i knew i knew i said it to my boy like when i was getting him started with reselling i was like it's too easy right now like they're gonna they're gonna add capture soon. Two months later, they added capture. <laughs> like before, it's, it's before. Crazy. Yeah, I know it, the the like heyday of botting. I think is is slowly coming down a little bit, and you see this too. I mean, if you pay attention to even like the regular sneaker releases, Easy Supply seems to be one of the only sites you could hit and even like get multiple pairs of stick. You got foot sites PVing everything. Um, and then you have, what are your other sites? Shopify is basically impossible if, if you're not farming your Gmails constantly. And retail sites are even ridiculous now. I mean, but the retail sites are funny because they end up making like a worse product for the whole site overall just because they want to hit the botters hard. And it's just, it's, it's such a mess. Yeah. The retail sites are in a interesting position because like, it's really like, if anything, we're just boosting their sales. So it's like, and they don't, yeah, like they can't change up the website too much. A customer will be like, what is this? Like, so they're in a, they're in an interesting position. Right, right. I mean, that's kind of where I'm at too. It's just, they're, I think that it's a losing battle for them, but you know what, they got the money to throw around, so they're going to do what they want to do. Um, you did mention though, that you're looking for low key items and things like that. I mean, just to give people a broad idea of what you sell, what sorts of things, you don't have to go into specifics or specific items, but what sorts of things do you sell? Like you're not doing used clothes or anything like that. Like what sort of things are you typically trying to find? Not used clothes, new clothes, kill it, new clothes, like any, any brand, new clothes, electronics, Legos, toys, anything like, uh, I mean, right now, like, for example, like all like the consoles are really hyped and the GPUs are really hyped and all that stuff is good profit, but um, it's just tough to get volume of that stuff. And I try and like focus on getting volume of products over like a couple PS5s where I can make a couple hundred bucks. Or I could find some low-key toy that I'm only making 10 or 15 bucks a pop, but I could get like 30, 40, 50 of them. So like focusing on more of that lately. 
and um and amazon man amazon is just a crazy platform just got on there after being clipped for like two years for no reason yeah um amazon's crazy just been learning that got on there like mid-april crazy platform yeah, their their volume is ridiculous, or their volume and the amount of customers they have on there is insane. And I'd like to move more into Amazon just because of some of the stuff you've told me. But the couple times I have sold on there, whether it's been like a hot item I got or something, and I just put it on there because I wasn't blocked from selling on there for that item, it's like instantly. Like if you price it right, it's just gone. And it's like you look at eBay and you're like, okay, this is not nearly as quick as Amazon. You look at StockX, the prices aren't as high as you could get on Amazon if you sell like a GPU card or something. Amazon's like if you if you get ungated on Amazon, you are golden for making like high profit. It's crazy. Any electronic on Amazon just goes for the high and instantly sells. Like if like you if it has like a decent sales rank and a decent amount of sales like per month crazy it's just a it's a totally different platform from ebay um like i said like i was banned for two years and i just got on three months ago and like you know ebay was my main platform now i'm focusing on that more and looking into walmart bro walmart there's only a hundred thousand sellers on walmart there's like there's like 10 million sellers on amazon Wow. I I saw you were looking at that a little bit. I did not realize it was that low, though, for Walmart. Yeah, so, like, you got to figure, bro, you're one of 100,000 sellers. You know how many people go on Walmart? Right. Like, you, you put anything on there, it'll sell. Right, right. Walmart. <laughs> like, yeah, they were they were Amazon before Amazon was Amazon. I mean, yeah, you know what I mean? They they don't they have probably more customers than eBay does, I would imagine, because people are always buying from Walmart. Yeah, dude. So they are like, a, yeah, bro, it helps them having like third parties like us. They could just do mm-hmm. more volume, like under right. their name, like they're just funnel, like right. It's all like coming from Walmart, even though it's like sold like by us, you know? Right. Right. So what have you seen with that? Because I haven't looked into that too much. Is it does it seem difficult to get into Walmart or do you have to have Walmart? You need to have an LLC and like you mm-hmm. kind of need to have a little bit of. Um, so like what happened with my account, bro? I made it and I didn't upload products fast enough and mm-hmm. they deactivated the account for a couple months. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know what to do. And then like I came up with like a couple like plan of action, like letters to like send in like an appeal and sent in two of those got denied sent in a third one with like my sales from amazon and ebay and i'm like i'm very serious like i want to sell on your platform and they approved it on that third one same same writing i just added those pictures so like and like when you sign up like they ask you to like provide like a website so like from what i understand they want like experienced sellers but all you need is an llc you need an llc like it's not like uh amazon or ebay you need llc for walmart right and i that's that's kind of what i was thinking you may need i i recently applied for mine too but like for those of you out there listening to this when zach says he put his ebay and amazon numbers onto walmart 
Like that's not just like some random person throwing their Amazon eBay numbers onto Walmart. Like Zach's crushing it on those two platforms right now. So when he puts those on there and they see somebody doing a, like a very large amount of volume, that will speak waves to the people that are doing the decision making there. Like when they see just some random kid or some random company they've never heard of putting up, hey, I want to come sell on Walmart.com. They go, well, we're going to be vetting these people and we don't want to put our name on something from some random guy. But when Zach goes in there and shows what sort of volume he's doing on these platforms, which is very, very high, um, they're going to look at it. And, And that just goes for those of you out there too. If you're trying to be able to get in with a certain platform, showing those numbers, whether you're a Poshmark seller trying to get more sales volume on eBay, whether you're an eBay seller trying to get on Amazon, whether you're an Amazon seller trying to get on Walmart, like whatever you are, showing those numbers is huge for platforms like that. Yeah, fire game. Fire game. Yeah. Right. Yeah, no, yeah, it's so crazy. Literally sent the first email, got denied, sent the second email, changed it up a little bit, the wording, got denied, sent it a third time, didn't change the wording, and just added the two picks, and it got approved. So, like, for a little bit, I was like, fuck. Oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> For a little bit, I was like, um, I was like, um, like, I got to make a new LLC, but God's plan. Right, right, man. Right. So, and that's, that's how it goes, though. I mean, persistence is the thing. When you got denied on Amazon, I remember you got suspended on Amazon for a couple weeks, too, and you sent in, I think you sent in a couple appeals forms, right? Or did you have to send in just one? Bro, what happened with Amazon? Six months, like six months into like reselling, like when I started just on eBay, I was like, okay, eBay is cool, but like I saw everyone getting onto Amazon, and I was like, oh my god, like I gotta get on Amazon, and I applied for Amazon, and my account got deactivated the next day for not verifying my address. It took me two years to get back on Amazon, and. What I did to get back on Amazon, sent them a bunch of letters, no answers, nothing. I eventually, I sent them letters with my passport, my license, my my credit cards, everything. Like, they knew it was me, nothing. I eventually got a new phone, like with the phone bill in my name, because I had my phone, uh, like, on under my mom's like plan under her name and so i got a new phone with like that bill in my like with my name and like my address and sent that in and a credit card and got approved the same day i just did that like april what is that three months ago four months ago mid-april and it worked and i took off from there we're we're doing well on there I can see that. Yeah. I mean, and that's the other thing. Um, Zach's super persistent, like very, very persistent. A lot of the things that I've seen, whether he got approved to get back on Amazon, getting approved to go on Walmart. I think you had some of the things you've told me about what you've got on gated for on Amazon. You're like, I just kept sending the letter until they approved me. Like just persistence pays off in so many areas. If you're willing to just put in the effort, put in the work and keep doing what you know you need to do, eventually it pays off. And 
I mean, some of the stuff I've seen you do is just very, very like, it just shows that so much. Yeah, no, thank you, bro. Thank you. You too, <laughs> yeah. you too homie. You're running it out. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yes, dude. sir. You know it. You know it. Um, so let's talk a little bit. One of the things, like I said, that I, I found you on Instagram, I found you on Flip's group. You get around to a lot of different groups and a lot of different people on social media. Um, let's just talk for a second. How did you even find Discord? Do you remember when you found it or what happened that you yeah. found it? So I pretty sure one of the, f- the first discords I joined was like with my friends because um, mm-hmm. like my friend like we used to like game and stuff and like use like team speak or like whatever and I'm pretty sure I started using it with them and then I think the first group I found I think it was flip flip on insta I think I found it. Um, just like after reselling for a while, being on like reseller Instagram, following like um, Daily Refinement, Rally Roots, people like that. Eventually, I think I found that and found like the whole reselling Discord community, sneaker reselling bot, the whole bot Discord scene. And, um, I've always, with everything I do, I'm just so interested in, um, like who, like who's the owner of the group or who's like making the bot or who's like, who's like that person, like making the moves. And I always just found a way to somehow like get the chance to ask them questions, be able to like provide value for them to for like me to ask them questions or just like just chop it up and like yeah yeah, that's how i found you like you were probably like i think you were just like posting stuff and success and then we just started chopping it up right right i I went back and i think it was a combination of that and then you were also one of the mods in flip flip for bots and i was like hey bro i got eve and i i can run a total of five tasks locally and you're like i think you need proxies and i was like what's a proxy you're like here let me send you some info and that was like where where we all got started and and you especially going with like getting in touch with people getting to know the owners and stuff you're one of those people that always seems to know a lot of like the the people that are either running the discord or are like support on the discord and like, I'll ask you about somebody. I'm like, what do you think of this guy? You're like, Oh yeah, he's cool. I talked to him yesterday. And like, you seem to really know a lot of the people out there. And I think it goes back to providing value, man. I mean, we've talked about this before, just like me and you chopping it up a little bit, but like when you provide value, what do you mean by that? How would, how would like a kid that maybe got into reselling joins a group and maybe wants to provide value to an owner or maybe one of the support staff, what would they, what would they do or say to get kind of in a position to do that? Yeah. So that was definitely something that like I struggled with for a while. And, um, what I can say on that is if you're just starting and you don't really have anything like to provide value, like you're literally 16, 17, and like, you don't have any real skill set, like, coding or like anything like crazy like that like you could provide real value to someone 
you gotta like build the skills like first to like be able to provide some value whether it's some stock info or crypto info info about something that you like or know that someone might like or they could make money off of um and i always made it like a I, I'm always just keeping it real. So, like, I would never, like, try and, like, just, like, you, like, I I never, like, tried to, like, make relationships where, like, I would just, like, blow people up with questions. Like, I would want to make it, like, a two-way street. Like, yo, if, if I could help you, maybe you could help me if you had any pointers with something. Um, just because, like, I've had, like, just like being on discord like you have a lot of people that just like hit you up like yo what do you sell on amazon like what what products do you sell and it's like a tough it's like uh it's like a it's just like a different um like relationship it's like like yeah but like um like how like i, I don't know yeah it's just um you gotta you gotta you gotta build like a little foundation first um i think and then work from there. Right. No, I mean, you're you're totally right, man. I mean, somebody like you comes and hits me up and says, hey, if I like, what are you selling? I'm going to tell you immediately because like you have helped me so much with with just everything. We talk all the time. I mean, like we talk daily. Yeah. Um, and then some random dude hits me up. He's like, what are you selling? I'm not necessarily going to just tell this random guy that I've never talked to what I'm selling. I don't know what he's doing. I mean, he could own the thing is right now with all these cook groups, he could own a cook group or have like a decent sized group of friends that is like high school or something. It could be a young kid. He just puts it out there. Now, 200 people, 200 of this guy's closest friends just jumped on the same item. You know what I mean? So you don't really know what you're dealing with if you've never established that rapport with somebody. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like it's totally different. If it's like PS5s or like pools or something like that, but like uh, something that like I do my like research on to find, like that's a different story. Um, yeah, and like <laughs> it's just, uh, yeah, but um, I mean, you know how it goes. The Discord's oh, I- nuts. <laughs> I know, I know. I mean, and the best part is you have so many back to what I back to like what we were just talking about. There are so many people that will leak information like crazy. I mean, we've seen it before, whether it's GFNF, we've seen people in there get banned all the time because they're doing stuff that they probably shouldn't be leaking this information or whatever. Um, You see it in groups all the time. And it's just if you're giving your info out, it's not like you don't care about helping people. But at the same time, like, you don't want to give them everything you're selling. You need to make your money. Like, you do this as a full-time job. And maybe, like, for me, it's not it's not as bad if I lose one item. But for you, because I have, like, a, I have a, a nine-to-five as well. But for you, you could lose a significant amount of your annual income just off of one item if it gets thrown out there. Now everybody jumps on it and they're tanking the price and, and now it's just a mess. You know what I mean? Totally. Totally. Yeah. Like. It's yeah, like like I said, like it's one thing. It's like pools or like PS fives, but like uh, like a low key item that's like made like could be like make or break, like like ruin the item or not. But um, yeah, I've also been looking into like Shopify, like recently, and like brand building. Like I want to build like try and like build a brand. That's like a whole nother thing. But um, 
Right. I mean, let's talk about that a little bit because that interests me. Um, I have a one of my cousins wanted to build a Shopify site and he did for a little bit, built like a brand up a little bit and stuff. And it did seem like it was just like, it, it's crazy the amount of work that goes in with building something like that. Where eBay, you have all the traffic, you have all the, the buyers lined up at the ready. As soon as you price your item perfect, they're going to buy it. Amazon's even better than that. When you have Shopify, what are you looking at when you're going into a Shopify store? See, I don't know. I know a ton of people that kill it, like kill it, kill it. Like millions of dollars in sales, like monthly. I know nothing about that. I know nothing how to do that. But I don't know anything about um, it's a lot of uh, there's a lot of different ways to do it. Uh, TikTok ads, Google ads, Facebook ads. Um, straight like drop shipping right off aliexpress uh it's just like this website um that's like basically like a chinese like wholesale website and like they just sell like stuff for really cheap and you buy something off their website for 15 dollars and sell it on your shopify store for 25 and take the five to eight dollars profit after like the shipping and the fees and whatnot um but yeah like i said it's a whole nother beast like there's all like you hit the paid traffic and it's a whole it's a whole thing in itself um it's very complex but um always always looking for something new you know it yeah, I mean, and it's going to be like that. I think that at some point you're going to have to see people from reselling moving into something more like that where they have their own brand. Brand building is not easy. I mean, when you go on Instagram, whenever I was trying to grow, grow my Instagram account, I got it up to near 4,000 followers before it became too much for me to both do that and eBay and like run reselling at the same time and at my nine to five. But I was on there for like two to three hours a day, just like putting out the 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 Gary V dollar 80 strategy where he's doing like 90 comments a day and it's freaking taxing. <laughs> like you're sitting there, you're like, I can't get these all out in time because I'm going to run out of time of the day before I have to go to bed. Like, it's just, it, it takes a lot. Yeah, no, he, he's a savage. He's a savage. I love it. He totally got me started with all this stuff. Um, but yeah, the content is so tough. Like so respect to anyone that like, makes content because it's fucking it, it's so hard it's so hard like really really respect anyone that makes like any type of content it's so hard to just uh make content in general and i can't even just stay on one topic for like five minutes <laughs> let alone like make like a video or something um that's crazy right um yeah, I mean, it is. It, it's tough. It's a grind for sure. And that's why you see so few people end up making it as a social media person before they just burn out. Um, you get those few people that do it. But most of the people don't end up making it just because of the, the hours, the grind, and they got other stuff, family commitments, work, all that other crap that goes in with it. Um, it's just tough, man. It's just really tough. Um, but let's let's talk a little bit about where how you were able to scale i mean i don't know if you're comfortable sharing any of your numbers or maybe like a sales number or something to show people the volume you're doing if you have like any sort of representation that you'd want to give to, so that they know where you're at and stuff yeah yeah for sure yeah so 
when I really started um, learning that I could scale was COVID, like last year, this time last year-ish, with um, pools, electronics, hair clippers, yeah, um, webcams. I just realized how much people buy stuff. And, like, that just clicked, like, everything. Like, like I was selling a lot of stuff. But, like, when I started selling a lot of one thing, I was like, oh, my God. Like, this is this is crazy. Like, I didn't think that, like, you could buy a 100 or something and, like, sell them all like that. Like, I thought you would have to sell them for months. So, like, that opened up my eyes to just, well, we could take this bigger. And at the time, I was only doing like five, five figure months, four, five figure months, and it was it was great. It was great. And then um, COVID start March, April, May. I think I had my first like six figure month in like May or June, uh, in like May twenty twenty. Um, no, it was June 2020 with my first six-figure month. And I was like, oh, my God, like, this is, this is, this is crazy. And that was, I was doing it all solo out of my parents' garage, which I'm still here doing the same thing. But I added some virtual assistance so that I had, like, some new processes in place. But, um, yeah, that's uh, the... COVID opened my eyes to how how much stuff people buy stuff really. It it opened everybody's eyes. I think. I mean, that that summer that you're talking about, I think was when I hit my first five figure month, and I looked because before then March, I think I may have done like, I mean, I barely did any sales in March. March was a mess. Everybody thought that the world was going to catch on fire. Like nobody was buying anything. I thought that I was probably going to get fired from my day job, not have an eBay business. Like I was like, this is not going to go well. And then we look two months ahead or three months ahead. You're doing six figure months. I'm hitting like a five figure month. We're all looking around like this shouldn't probably be happening right now, but it's kind of cool that we're making money still. And we just it just kind of clicked. Things clicked for people. And then for the people like you who were just grinding every day, hitting the clippers, hitting the pools, hitting the weights, hitting the, and then we started hitting consoles and GPU cards. I mean, we've been on a tear and, and I think it just kind of speaks to like your, your grit sticking to it too. And then being able to scale a little bit. I mean, let's, let's just talk about that. You're scaling. You mentioned some virtual assistants and you've been helping me out a little bit with that walking me through some of the stuff you do how did you what even got you into using a virtual assistant how'd you find out about that or what made you think of that i found out about that through a youtuber um don't remember who it might have been daily refinement and it might have been raking profit it was a while ago and that just opened up a whole new um like, wow, I don't have to spend time doing this spreadsheet all day. I don't have to spend time answering these customers all day. 
kind of spend time making these profiles, this, that, the list goes on. Um, definitely like outsourcing where you can changed everything for sure. And I'm still learning a lot more about like how to hire good and like stuff like that. That's just really important. Just finding the right people, getting like the right people on your team and um, just surrounding yourself with the right people too. Like that goes crazy of a way. Just like see what other people are doing. Cause my whole thing is like, if like, there's no reason that like, if, someone else is doing something I don't think like there's no reason that like me I couldn't do it or like you couldn't do it that's like how I look at it um it's just uh putting the work in like yeah like I, I work on my business like I would do this all day every day says seven in the morning till 12 at night every single day because like I like it I like it like I don't like like watching sports or um or like doing other, or like uh, playing sports or playing video games. Really, like I like like uh, building businesses, investing, learning about investing, learning about building businesses. Um, it's a grind. It's just a grind. People, um, people always try and like just cut corners, or like try and like get the like ha- how to do it quick and like there's just no way to do it quick it's just you, you just got to put in the hours right right i mean yeah that, that that goes so much in with what i hear so many people talk about too people that are successful i, I was listening to uh bigger pockets the other day the great podcast i like what they're doing and they were talking about i think they had two or three people that were making several million dollars a year with their businesses and stuff very successful and each of them said they're like if you're not putting in 80 hour weeks at the least for 10 years you're gonna have a hard time trying to build a very sustainable business that'll run into your i mean if you started at 20 that'll run into your 30s 40s and 50s and it was something that kind of opened my eyes a little bit to go like wow like this is not just this is not just something that people are talking about and you're you're living it right now i mean it's just that you got to put in the work in order to get the results and when you put in that work and you're putting in good work you're not you're not showing up and like you know half-assing it or something like that you're actually doing all that you can it's going to make a massive difference in in what your your output's going to be totally agree totally agree yeah yeah couldn't couldn't have said it better yeah it's really just like putting in the work yeah a lot of people just uh don't want to put in the work right so so with the rest of this year we're wrapping up i mean we're done with the first half of the year we're gonna close in on q4 here soon it, it's going fast um what are you looking at for the rest of the year where where is zach so where are you at the end of 2021 what are you looking at doing what do you think is going to happen what what are you looking ahead to no clue moved out for sure definitely gonna move be moved out um somewhere don't know where but uh definitely gonna be moved out of my parents house that's gonna be hype um that's just gonna open up everything uh right now that's the goal i've been like slowly um focusing like surprisingly a little less on my business because i've been going ham for a long long time now i'm focusing on like um a little bit more a lot more 
um, networking, working out, and, like, reading um, a little bit less, like, business stuff recently. But um, definitely still just as much. But um, definitely main main goal is moved out. Right, yeah. right. I mean, I, I feel that. I think that when you hit a point where you're like, okay, I'm, I'm right around our age too. Like we're at 24, you're 23, right? Or 24. Yep. I'm 23. Right. So we're pretty much the same age and it's just like, you're ready to be out. You're ready to be on your own. You got things that you're doing, especially for us. Like we literally cannot stay where we are or we're going to run out of room at some point. <laughs> like yeah, like I, we're both running it out of our parents' garages right now. And it's like, you look around, you're like, what, what do I, what do I do now? The garage is full and my bedroom's full of shoes and I don't know what to do. Like I got to get out of here and be able to even have a place to operate out of, have like my own space to run out of. And it's just nice too. You don't have to, you don't have to focus on all the stuff going on around you. You can kind of narrow in on what you need to do, what you want to focus on. And then it'll kind of open up doors, I think for you as you go on and stuff too. Totally agree. Yeah. I've been hesitant for a while. Um, just because, but yeah, no, it's got to be done soon. Right, right. I feel you there. I 100%. I, I totally get where you're coming from, man. Um, well, yeah, let's, did you have anything else on your mind that you were thinking of covering today or anything that you wanted to get out there um, about reselling that, that maybe we didn't cover so far? Um, if anyone's watching this trying to get into reselling, definitely, um, there's enough room for everybody to eat. Just keep, just keep, keep at it, keep running it, or whatever you're doing. Just keep running it, believing yourself. You could do, you could literally do anything you put your mind to. It's crazy. Um, but other than that, no, not really. Yeah, no, that's that's perfect. I mean, I think that that I think that that exemplifies reselling in a nutshell. If you start it, you got to finish it because. It's well worth it. It is 100% well worth it. And that's why we're here right now. Um, I got a couple things just to finish up with and then we'll, we'll get out of here, man. But uh, right now, I want a couple recommendations from you. You said you've been reading a couple books recently. Do you have any books that you would recommend or just a book that if somebody said, I need a book to read, what, what would it be? A book, How to Win Friends and Influence People by yes. Dale Carnegie, I believe. Yes, sir. Unbelievable. Chance. I found it through Scott Hilsey. Um, mm-hmm. Crazy. He's a drop shipper. He, um, he's savage. Unbelievable book. Unbelievable book. Um, just like about how to handle yourself, how to handle like dealing with other people. It just helps with like business, like mindset. Unbelievable book. Uh, how to win friends I- and influence people. I 100% agree. One of the first books I read when I first started reading again, which was like last year, completely transformed the way that I think about talking to people, even the way that I say things to people. Uh, It's an amazing book. If you have not gotten that book yet, go buy it on Amazon for like three bucks. I mean, like it's super cheap. You can get a used copy. Well worth the investment. It'll pay you back hundreds, if not thousands. Um, Do you have anything that you'd recommend when you're not on Discord or you're not selling on eBay or Amazon? What sort of things would you recommend if somebody's trying to get started, like media outlets, whether it be a podcast or a YouTube channel or something, what would you go to if you had to start over with like, you knew what you knew now, where would you go to learn more info? Specifically, 
daily refinement for yes. eBay. He's unbelievable. Unbelievable dude. Um, I'd say him, yeah, honestly, him, um, a couple other people. Um, I can't even think off the top of my head. He, he was He's the first guy that came to my mind. He's really good with, like, the processes and, like, how to really build a business and, like, what you'd want to do if you want to build a business or, like, just have a side hustle or um, he's just really uh, – he's got dope insight. Definitely. I, yeah. I, I'd say him. Yeah. No, daily refinement got me into systems, got me into understanding what I need to do if I don't want to be grinding for 12 hours, 16 hours a day forever he kind of like opened my eyes to that. And I think he's done that for a lot of people um, where he just kind of introduces you to systems and, and things like that. Um, if you were, if somebody said, I want to start reselling, do you have any advice? What would like one piece of advice you'd give them just starting out? Start small, start mm-hmm. small. Don't and stay in your own lane. Don't look at like what other people's sales are. Just start small. Start with selling stuff in your house. Then I recommend go to thrift stores, go to garage sales. It's so easy. It's so easy. You can learn so much. Um, And just get connected. Get on Discord. Start asking questions. Start watching YouTube videos. Like, There's just so much info and content out there that there wasn't a year ago or two. Like, There's almost like it's... It's crazy, like the the amount of content that's just on YouTube about anything. Like it's really just you put in the work, you'll get you'll get results. Right. I I could not have said that any better myself. There is so much out there. There's so much information, especially in the past year. Go out there and get it. You can definitely get it. Um, last thing, where can people find out more about you? You got some Instagram and a Twitter. Do you, where would you like people to hit you up and find out more about what you're up to? Yeah, my uh, Instagram is uh, Zachary at Zachary Sedano, Z a c h a r y s o d a n o, and my Twitter is at Sedano Zachary, and um, my YouTube is uh, Zach Sedano, and uh, yeah. You got any questions? Hit me up on Insta. Perfect, perfect. Yeah, you guys heard him. Uh, he got, he puts out awesome content on all three of those platforms. His YouTube especially is fire. I watch it whenever I get a moment, and it's good. I enjoy watching it. Good talker, good information. So definitely go follow Zach and give him a follow. Um, but for now, thank you so much, man. I mean, it's been a pleasure. It's been a good time hitting it, hitting you up and chopping it up a little bit, man. Just getting getting a feel for where you started out, maybe giving people a little bit of taste as to what you're up to right now. Yeah, bro, for sure. This was lit. Thanks for having me on. (laughs) No problem, brother. Thank you for coming. And I will definitely have to get you back on here in the future. Yeah, um, I'm looking forward to it. Perfect. Uh, Well, with that being said, we're going to go. You guys have a great rest of your Saturday, and I will talk to you tomorrow with another podcast. Have a good one. Peace. Peace out.